0: What's up, Joes, and welcome to episode 97 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan back with you tonight is going to be a special episode. We're going to do a little, uh, little Thursday edition of the Sunday session, and I am joined once again by our friend Rafael Chidez from the Fold to Heal podcast
1: oh yeah what's going on full heel
0: podcast what's up brother it's good to have you back man
1: thanks dude it's good to be on again it's been uh, a couple of weeks
0: it's been a it's been a minute
1: it's been a minute
0: it's 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 always it's always Raphael time cool cool and uh this this one was actually your idea because i was going to just hit you up anyway to have you fucking come on, because Ryan was gonna be able to do a second episode this week, and I wanted to try to crank out some content since we missed all last week. So I was just gonna have you on to fucking shoot the shit, and you brought up the idea of, hey, let's talk some fucking old school ECW.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. Starting the, uh, I don't know. I've had the podcast for a while, like a little bit over a year now, and recently I started doing old pay per views. So I started Halloween Havoc in October. No, maybe a little bit before that. I was doing one a month for some reason. And yeah, I'm like, you were doing like
0: current ones for a minute, yeah.
1: right? Yeah, I was doing current ones. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that one 20 years back in the past. So I would do maybe like two months. And I'm like, I need to get more out there. And I'm like, why don't I just do the whole month of pay-per-views for that month? I'm like, they have them on the network, and we'll Go watch them and check them out. Right. So it started getting me fucking interested in the history of wrestling. Like, the like the beginnings of it, so the NWA. So I've been going back and researching the NWA, the AWA, and eventually that lineage leads to ECW. Right. And you've mentioned a lot, and we've talked about it you know, here and there that you used to watch ECW a lot, so I'm like, you know what? I'm going to save that. I'm going to save that for Jeff. And I watched a little bit. I haven't watched a lot. I'm going to delve into it more, but I watched the – forever hardcore pay-per-view or not the pay-per-view the documentary, documentary? sorry
0: that's a really yeah. good documentary
1: and i watched the first pay-per-view that they have actually on the network for wwe <coughs> november to remember november to remember yep yeah 97 they have 95 on there oh it's a 95
0: holy shit
1: yeah they have 95 they actually have that one Wow, And that that's the earliest that they go for ECW. Yeah,
0: I didn't realize November to remember was all the way back in 95. Holy shit.
1: Shit. Yeah, so. Yeah, man. How, how far back, actually, do you go in your history of watching ECW? Because I think I came around watching it when they had, like, on Channel 26, I think, here in Chicago. Yeah. And it was, like, it was reruns. I think they just had the rights to it. And they were just playing old... Old ECW stuff, probably the best of.
0: I want to say, it was like summer of '96, or like that fall, or something like that. Like sometime between sixth and seventh grade for me, is when I I, I was I discovered ECW on accident. Like I think I taped something. We used to get a channel. It eventually became Fox Sports Detroit, and I'm sure they have like Fox Sports Illinois and and. I know they had like Ohio and shit, but like our fuck, fo- it, it was—I like, can't even remember what it used to be called, but it was—it was, it was at a sports channel out of Detroit where you would get your Red Wings and your Pistons sometimes, and they had the rights to the, airing the ECW programs. So then, like, it would come on at like Saturday night, like one or two in the morning.
1: Yeah, I think that was the same time around here. It was probably the same type of network, just probably. called here, yeah, here, just here for Chicago.
0: Right, so. That That is where, like, I got ECW from was, mm-hmm. and then m- some of my friends that, the small group of friends that I had that were into wrestling, even smaller group of guys, like, discovered we all got into ECW at the same time, and so, like, I taped it, I had a, you know, I a, my, had my VCR programmed for fucking every Saturday night at whatever time, recorded ECW TV, watched that shit religiously, like... It was I mean we were all wrestling fans but that shit was like nothing we had ever seen at that time. You weren't getting hardcore shit or even even like besides the hardcore wrestling um like they that was the first place we all saw luchadors. Yeah. And stuff like oh, well, that.
1: See, I had no idea till I started listening to Jericho's podcast where he talks about old wrestling stories. And he starts mentioning what, when and where they jump from company to company yep. and when they jumped to ECW. And I had no idea about this. I had, I remember them from the video games. That's where I remember Rey Mysterio from.
0: Right, right, the WCW shit. Because that's where Bischoff, like, fucking picked off everybody. Because mm-hmm. Dean, Dean Malenko was there. Eddie was there. That's what I was That's Wilde what I was, was there um uh, like you said, Jericho was there. Uh huh. was there. Ray, Psychosis, Psychosis Ray, Ray Mysterio was there. Like Ray and Hooventude had some really good matches in ECW, like out in the outside the fucking arena, jumping off people's cars and shit.
1: Yeah, dude. Well, the the pay per view I saw was like a Mexican death match between Psychosis and Ray Mysterio. So it it was no rules, and it was a weird like it was a weird way to win. So you had a you had to get the three count, but <laughs> after the three count, your opponent had to stay down for the ten count. Okay. Yeah, so they had a pretty <coughs> badass match, and, you know, it being ECW was pretty badass because it, it became uh, Extreme Championship Wrestling in 94, Five. August of 94. Five. So, yeah, to- yeah right towards – I think – would- I- I'll-, I'll go by you. I'm pretty sure it was 95. Yeah.
0: I think the company had been running since then because, like, they were running mm-hmm. off of, like – old guys like they brought like jimmy snooker was part of, of eastern championship wrestling back in the day and um and then when paulie came in you know probably dangerous yeah <laughs> paulie dangerously after he got fired from from wcw uh eddie gilbert brought him in because uh hot stuff eddie gilbert which was kind of a big guy down in the awa in the florida territories was uh was running the books and then todd gordon owned the company when they were all part of the nwa and Eddie was in uh, WCW for a period of time too, and him and him and uh, Paulie became friends. So he brought Paulie in, and then Paulie kind of got uh, took over Eddie's job because Eddie couldn't keep his shit together.
1: Yeah, apparently, yeah, he he got kind of scared that Paulie was going to take his job, and eventually that's what wound up happening because he focused too much on that instead of focusing and trying to further the company.
0: Right, and Polly and- I mean, dude, for for Paulie's faults. Like Paulie was a really bad businessman, and that there's no denying that. Like, you can you can go and you can listen to any any former ECW guy talk about business with Paulie, and Paulie was a bad businessman. But Paulie was a goddamn genius, yeah. When it came to ideas and fucking like editing and putting together a show and shit, like if if Paulie would have had Vince McMahon's budget. Back then and shit or, or, or you know like The WCW budget Back then With his Creative style Like Shit could have been Really real Cause well, I mean- What
1: What I started realizing Was WWE pretty much Or WWF at the time Stole WCW Or ECW's Gimmick Yeah They, they saw how hardcore it was And they're like You know what They can't sell it To the To the to the mainstream they can't get it on these major cable networks how about we dumb it down to the level where it's extreme but we can sell it on the cable networks and they were able to do it and that's what fucking boom, boom propelled propel them wcw fucking-
0: stole their gimmick too and not only yeah. stole their yeah. gimmick but, but like they're wrestlers, they're wrestlers. like yeah. because like guys like sandman and fucking raven i mean yeah. raven had a longer career than uh, most guys and, and saturn and stuff but like, you know, Sandman was there for a while. Um
1: Dude, I saw Saturn in his uh in his ninety-five match at this at this pay per view. He had long hair. Yeah. I've never seen him like this, like a a fucking head full of hair, and I always remember him fucking cue ball ball. Yeah, man. He was uh the eliminators. He
0: was in a, a fucking yeah. tag mm-hmm. team with John Coronas for a long time.
1: Yeah, they, they lost to the Pitbulls. Pit bulls, I was the... gonna say the Pitbulls. Yeah. yeah, and then they beat the shit out of them. I think their manager made out with their manager, and they started to get into a f- uh, fucking brawl at the end. Yeah, and these guys beat the shit out of the Pitbulls. Yeah, yeah,
0: the Pitbulls were a fucking really good tag team too. Um, good enforcer type gimmicks they were in with like Shane Douglas and shit. But yeah, I mean, it, it all started when fucking Shane Douglas threw down the NWA championship after he won it from Two Cold Scorpio.
1: Dude, I had no idea about that. I, I learned that from you, and then I actually went back and saw this and then saw how it went down. Like, I got so interested, and I'm like, man. And then I started looking up at the lineage or started looking at the lineage and started seeing how all the fucking belts fall. Dude, like, the... all the all the heavyweight titles that came from NWA yeah, and how yeah. NWA got, got jacked and got screwed at all these. At any opportunity, once they got famous, they're like, hey, we're out of here, NWA. Peace.
0: They were so pissed. When that fuck because like ECW was one of the last NWA territories at the time, because, you know, you're talking the late 90s. Vince had already fucking crushed everything and <clears throat> WCW was out of the NWA. So, you know, like they didn't really have a lot of territories left in like major territories. And so like when Shane Douglas threw that fucking belt down and was like, fuck y'all.
1: Dude, I checked out that promo. It was a, it was a pretty sick promo. He
0: cut a good promo, man. Yeah,
1: dude, he cut a, he he cut a badass promo. And uh, and then I saw Terry Funk's reaction. He's like, man, for him to shit on, he's like, for him to shit on just the lineage, like, you could see it hurt Terry Funk. So like, (laughs) that, that dug deep. That dug deep in wrestling fans' hearts. And Terry, I mean.
0: Terry was super crucial to the early success for ECW.
1: Like super crucial. So what sucks is I, I I kind of what they what they say is that the best years of ECW weren't really on like pay per view or televised. It started getting uh, recognition towards when like when it was getting better. Like
0: well, there was always there was always like the, the and, I, and they used to have them on the network they used to have the the episodes of the old ecw uh, mm-hmm. tv show cuz like they weren't doing a lot of pay-per-views especially back in like the heyday that the really good heyday um you got one like every you know few months maybe um but they uh but i mean everything was pretty well archived through uh, Through the ECW telev- yeah, the, the television, Yeah the television tapings From the arena Or mm-hmm. you know A little bit when they were on the road
1: Yeah cause it, They had like a season pass and shit So like The fans are really What I heard What I heard Are what made the show Possible And that That's why it was popular It was very fan interactive They
0: Tape traders man Yeah Fucking tape traders Like the The shit through magazines Cause I mean even There's just pre-internet and shit So like the old pro wrestling illustrateds and like the the dirt sheet mags and stuff you could there was like advertisements for tape trading and <laughs> people would fucking just trade tapes of shit like this guy had fucking new japan or something like that and he would send you a new japan tape and some other shit and there might be some ECW on it and like you copy it and you send it off to other people and so like that that culture was what pushed ECW, and it it never was, it never was big, big, like it wasn't, ratings-wise was never competing with Mm. WWE or WCW, but for them to be as well-known and recognized as they were, and, and well enough where it caught Vince's attention because Vince started fucking paying for talent and giving Paul money and shit like that, you know like they got two cold scorpio from ecw and he paid paul for him <laughs> and then like they did that whole invasion angle um where they all like the rob van dam and uh sabu and taz yeah and they all showed up on raw one night like taz jumped off the fucking r almost fell and shit um, and then Jerry Lawler showed <laughs> up at ECW and caned the fuck out of Tommy Dreamer and, like, real life fucked up Tommy Dreamer's testicle.
1: Fuck. He fucking. Is this, is that? this when Taz came in and, uh, beat Kurt Angle when Kurt Angle was undefeated?
0: No, that was after. Okay. That was later. Um, that was when taz like actually came in and like left ecw to go to wcw that was towards the end of the of ecw's run itself um but they did like an invasion angle 90 i don't even remember 96 90, 97 i don't i don't know i don't remember it was i can't even remember if it was during the attitude era or not it might have been but um yeah, or real just before the Attitude Era started cuz like Austin was in ECW for a little while. Yeah,
1: in, in this in this pay-per-view that I was uh watching in 95, th- this was the debut of Austin. He beat up Sandman to yep. take his position in the championship match versus Mikey Whipwreck. Mikey Whipwreck, yep. Yeah. yeah. So Mikey. what what's what's the deal with Mikey Whipwreck? Can you give me some backstory in this guy cuz Yeah. I don't seem to remember anything about him, and he seems just like a plain dude. So, Mikey Whipwreck was part of the ring crew,
0: and Mikey Mikey started working for the organization when he was, like, 15, 16, or something like that, <laughs> and, like, part of the deal, because they didn't get paid much, um, part of the deal of them getting to set up the ring was, like, they could, like, fuck around in the ring and stuff, um after they got it set up and before, before the show started, you know, and learned some stuff, and, like, some of the guys would show him things. So, like, Mikey got – he he really didn't know shit, and they just kind of threw him out there because, like, all the guys liked Mikey and Paulie liked Mikey. So they gave Mikey a job and, like, made Mikey a jobber, basically. Mm-hmm. But then eventually he was with Cactus Jack – and won a tag yeah, team championship, yeah. and I think at some point Mikey might have even held the uh, the heavyweight championship as well.
1: Dude, he held it three times. Did he, he was really? Defending. Holy! Fuck. He was defending. He was defending against uh, well Steve Austin because he beat uh, mm. he beat up uh, Sandman going to the ring. That's right. That's right. Yeah, but like he was the defending champion, so that's why I'm like I didn't realize he won Wait it a three minute. times. I'm like I I had to look him up a little bit because I'm like, wait yeah, a minute, Mikey, I'm like, who is this kid? Mikey was a nobody.
0: Yeah, because yeah. I I had no idea who he was. Just just a kid, like I said, he was a ring. He was in the ring crew. Just just part of the crew, man. And Pauly took a liking to him, and the guys took a liking to him, and they fucking they gave him a spot. And like Mikey learned shit and became a decent wrestler. Like he was, I and mean, he would have never have. Ever been anything in an, in any other place besides ECW, mm-hmm. but then like the fans loved him. And That's yeah. the other thing because like Mikey was lovable. He, he was kind of he was kind of timid and shit, and always <laughs> oh, afraid he was gonna die. <laughs> so like the the fans took a liking to him, and that and if you can win over the crowd at ECW, if you can get the ECW crowd behind you, you were
1: made. You're a made man. Because they were uh, fucking, you could tell. Tough, you could tell dude. Because beating yeah. Steve Austin on his on his debut, like four months removed from WCW from getting fired, but uh, was it Joey Styles? Is that his name? The yep. commentator? Yeah, name? Joey was the commentator. He made such a big deal about Austin coming to the show and uh, pretty much in, well, not invading, but making his debut. Well, he didn't kind of invade by beating the shit out of uh, Sandman.
0: Was Austin? At that time, really, Steve was one of the bigger names that they had gotten from um, WCW. Like he wasn't
1: huge, but no. He was, he was, o- he was only, uh, well, not only, but he was USA champion, US WCW champion, tag team champion, and and television champion. He, he had did
0: been on TV strap too. Yep, and well, and Paulie, Paulie was the reason why that Steve came in. Because mm-hmm. him and Polly were together in e- in WCW, he was part of the Dangerous uh, Alliance. Okay, which was like Paulie's um his stable that he had towards the end of his run in, in ECW, and it was like him, Rick Rude, Bobby Eaton, Tully might have been in there.
1: I don't know. And. I, I like going back and watching all this because you kind of see the birth and characters of these guys. So WCW didn't know what to do with Austin, so they fired him like, hey, get out of here. And, and you and you see the promos that Austin started. Well, this is his first time in ACW, and you can already you can already tell there's hints of Stone Cold Steve Austin in his promo cutting already. Oh yeah, because he's already a good worker. So you just have to add the promo skills. Yep,
0: and that was Paulie just said, dude. just – you know he he called Austin up and he's like you, you want a job and he was actually hurt at first so he was just like kind of doing commentary and stuff a little bit um mm-hmm. and then uh he was like well what the, you know what the fuck do you want me to talk about and he was like talk about whatever the fuck you want talk about fucking getting fired like just be yourself
1: and there it is and it was and it was awesome you see the beginning stages of of yeah. Austin, which late, it was, then he got paid and went to fucking. I wanna he wasn't he wasn't in ECW a while. He even says it himself. No, it, short, was a, it was it was a short
0: time. time. It wasn't long. Vince fucking. He jumped
1: to WWF, became uh, the Ring Steve Austin or the Ringmaster. The ringmaster. He was stunning Steve Austin. Sorry, and then yep. he became Steve Austin, and then the Ringmaster with Ted DiBiase, right?
0: Yeah, they made Ted DiBiase his mouthpiece, which was yeah. the weird part. And then he had the the million dollar belt. Yeah. And, it wasn't, and then he cut a that promo with, on Jake. Yeah,
1: with, yeah, feud with Jake the Snake and him, right? Because Jake was all holy at the time. Now, so Jake's all holy at the time. Now, and he comes out and cuts a promo, which creates the Austin three sixteen gimmick.
0: Yep,
1: Austin three sixteen
0: says, "I just whooped your ass." Yeah,
1: selling millions and millions of merchandise and fucking making Austin one of the fucking richest and most popular wrestlers to ever step in the squared circle. Yep, he's up there, dude. I, I I have to put him on the on the Mount Rushmore. Oh, for sure. Mouth mouthpiece and worker. Like if Hogan's up there, you Austin definitely has to be up there. Hogan's. because or, Hogan was just the fucking just I'm i the Hulk. He could even yeah. Hogan wasn't a worker. He had he had five moves. Yeah, he wasn't a worker at mm-hmm. all,
0: at no. all. Anybody that tra- anybody that ever tries to say that Hulk Hogan
1: was a worker is fucking stupid. It's funny. He had three matches. It was. I either win super big, uh, either there's a DQ, and he he just never loses. He just never loses. Right. Or I just fucking, uh, I just won't show up. Prime
0: prime example, WrestleMania 9. He gets beat in a tag team match with Brutus. Bret Hart gets beat by Yokozuna for no goddamn reason at all. Hulk Hogan just comes down to the fucking ring after the goddamn match. Beats Yokozuna, gives him the fucking leg drop, and now Hulk Hogan is the champion. The and, fuck.
1: And that's a reason that people were like, fuck this, I'd rather watch ECW. These guys are hitting each other with chairs. It was it was much after later after that. Not much, but but still that that gimmick started getting stale. And that that's why a lot of people say that Vince McMahon started stealing from ECW because He started seeing what was going on over there, and he's like, fuck it, I can market this. He's like, I'm already big enough to where I can market this and
0: But he paid for
1: it. Yeah.
0: Which was smart on Vince's part, because you keep them going as a company, because they're not really competition for you, and you keep getting to, to be able to poach talent, and it's keeping the competition from getting that talent. Because like it was, a lot of the time it was it was a lot of lackluster. In, in Vince's eyes, it was like lackluster guys that went to to WCW like Raven, or not like Raven. I'm sorry, not like Raven. Like Sandman. Raven is just I think Raven just had a really bad time in his time in East or WC WWF originally back in the day that he was just like fuck it, I'll go get Turner money. If I'm going to get paid, let's go get paid by Turner. Yeah, fuck it. Because he, I mean, he worked for both companies different times. Mm-hmm. Fucking Scotty Flamingo or some shit. And... God damn it. Yeah, man. I've seen Raven. I saw Raven as like Scotty Flamingo in WCW. Fucking taking on Mark Merrill when he was Johnny B. Bad. And then shows up. In WWF is Johnny Polo, the manager for the Quebecers. Yeah, bro, just just dropping fucking knowledge on the heads.
1: Yeah, I need <laughs> I need to check this, I need to check this shit out.
0: Real motherfucking life, dude. Like just yeah, shit for my childhood. This has to be
1: like ninety um, two. His Fish. W his WCW
0: run was like ninety two, maybe. He was in the yeah, WWF because... in like 93,
1: 94, 95. He was already full on Raven in 95.
0: Yeah, I was going to say yeah cuz he he went straight to ECW after he left the WWF. Um and then debuted, you know, in in ECW
1: as Raven. After yeah. he grew his hair out a little bit more and shit. To this day, he hits one of the best DDTs I've ever seen. The that even, even flow. flow, man. Yeah, you have to call it the even flow because it's not just a regular DDT the way he hits it. I don't know what he does, but
0: Raven was a good worker, and like the Raven character itself for him was perfect.
1: Well, yeah, he got to he got to Mantu or he got to yeah Mantu Stables. The well, they were the same stable, but in two different companies. Yeah. Was it the the, the flock. flock and the nest? I think it was. Yeah. In ECW, yeah, Something before like that. it went to the flock to uh, WCW, yep. Stevie Richards. Yep. Uh, like... d- dude, I went over this with uh, Jesus. I can't even remember. I liked Stevie. Lodi. Yeah, oh,
0: Steve oh yeah, the Lodi. flock, the flock in WCW. Yeah, you got dude. It was Lodi, huge. Lodi, Hammer, Saturn, yeah. Kidman was <laughs> Kidman was part of that Kidman, shit.
1: The heroin addict. Yep.
0: Um. Oh my God. There are some other dudes that I can't think of, but yeah, I remember that shit too. Because, like I said, remember for like for me, that era, that was my you know era. Was
1: What's that? Weirdly, Horace was in there. The,
0: oh, holy shit.
1: Hogan's nephew was in there for some reason. <laughs> he, he was in the NWO and in the Flock.
0: Yeah, I, was just, I remember Horace in the in the NWO. Like, yeah, like during Stables. Yeah, I couldn't remember the whole Flock.
1: But yeah, that yeah guy- I I should have. I just went over this with Hay- well, Hayes just knew him. Like he was like, but he was naming, boom, boom, left the <laughs> third.
0: I should know them all. Like I, I know the major players, mm-hmm. and even like see, a I few like,
1: obscure ones. I, I like going back and checking this shit out because I was super young when all this stuff was happening, and I, and I remember it. And like I said, I'm getting my timeline back together. Yeah, nice, man. like I said, I, I get to see the birth of Austin. Like, yeah, how cool is it? Yeah, yeah. Like, people witnessed that. I got to see that. Now I get to see that since it's on the network.
0: It's it's a good and that's a good timeline to go through, man. Yeah. Because like there's there's a lot of really good matches and just really good storylines and shit. Because that was the other thing too was like, I mean, some of the guys that wrestled in ECW there were a lot of crappy wrestlers or you know subpar talent.
1: Made up for <laughs> it with the blading, <laughs> yeah, or with a the, lot or of the blood and, and each other, yeah, and a lot of blood and
0: shit. But there were a lot of good storylines though, like. Sandman getting fucking blinded by Tommy Dreamer. Um and like Sandman when that shit happened, like he took a I think it was like a cane to the eye or some shit. Some shit happened
1: where he was blinded.
0: And like I could, ama- that
1: motherfucker I could just... imagine the storylines with girls. Oh because th- these girls were there for a hundred percent sex. Oh
0: fuck yeah. Beulah, fucking Francine. Yep. <laughs> uh Oh, what's her name? Sunny was there for a little while, but she was like Tammy or Tammy, you know, went by her real name. Mm
1: -hmm. And I mean, sex appeal. I don't I don't know if they were banging all the dudes.
0: Yeah. I mean, Buell is married to Tommy Dreamer, so she's from Michigan, actually.
1: Okay. Um, Did they even have a women's championship there?
0: Not that I remember if they did, maybe. No, no, I don't think they did.
1: Yeah, I, like a lot were more, of the,
0: a lot of the girls were just there as um managers,
1: as right? managers.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean they wrestled,
1: like sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they beat the shit out of each other. A lot of fights,
0: more, just man. cat fights. Yeah. Or they got the shit beaten out of them.
1: <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. Or a Tommy Dreamer would dump beers on them, something like that. Yeah,
0: Ravens, DDT, fucking Beulah, and Francine, <laughs> and all of them. I'm trying to, th- yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of crazy shit. Beulah was with the Pitbulls for a while.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's who was with them.
0: Yeah. Beulah McGillicuddy. (laughs) But, like, I mean, Shane Douglas was really big for that company. Until...
1: The franchise, bro. Yeah, uh, did they go with him from since the beginning? Because they they decided to put the well go with the whole. Well, we're, he, we're getting he, away from NWA. He became the franchise
0: that night. Really, like that's when that's when he became the
1: franchise. Yeah, and they they kind of just told him, you know what, just do you, and he he was just he would just say what he wanted to say, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, Shane could really wrestle. He was a really good worker, mm-hmm. and when they let him be himself. He was a he was a good heel. The WWF just fucking gave him a really shitty character and buried him on mid card.
1: Dude, didn't they reward him the title and then have it taken away that same match?
0: I think they gave him the IC title or something yeah. after uh when when Shawn Michaels hurt his back and lost his smile and went home.
1: Yeah, I think Razor
0: beat him or something. Some shit. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remembered. Good old Dean Douglas. They, yeah they just gave that
1: sucks. They gave him just a shit character. I think he got out of there right away. He, yeah, he, he, like, he did
0: and he ended up back in ECW <clears throat> and then uh had uh, uh the faction with um was it Lance Storm and uh oh god, what the fuck did he wrestle under in, in just incredible?
1: Just incredible. I remember
0: that name. Yeah, he used to he used to wrestle in the well, you you this was probably way back in the name for you, but uh he was in the WWF as uh, Eldo Montoya.
1: Mm mm. That remember was like
0: him. early nineties. He was around when Razor was like first in there. They teamed up a little when Razor was a face at points. But yeah, Justin Justin incredible. He was a ECW
1: champion for a while. Dude, these guys got behind Mike Awesome for a while, didn't they?
0: Yeah, Mike Awesome held a championship, and then he fucking took it to WCW with him.
1: Oh, that fucking bastard. What a douchebag. Yeah, he
0: dipped with their fucking belt. Then he got his ass beat by Taz before, like, I think just after. Like, Taz was in the W, or maybe it was his last match before he went to the WWE. He beat up fucking Mike Awesome <laughs> and got the belt back for ECW.
1: Because it seemed like they were backing him big time. Just He was just my, or awesome bombing everyone through tables.
0: Yeah, he was. He was backed big time by then. They were pushing him, and then he just didn't get the money he wanted. ECW offered him more money. Then he didn't do
1: dick over there anyway. Yeah, that that seems to be the tale. Yep. The EC, the ECW could just never come up with the funds. Yeah. And the big guys just poached their talent.
0: Well, I mean, nobody had, like, a deal, really. Everybody had handshake agreements. Oh goddamn! So you know guys that Stayed loyal to Paul stayed loyal to Paul And other guys got Fucking either went for the money Or just got greedy about it You know went for the money because they deserved the money Some of them some of the guys that left And other ones just you know Went for the money because they thought they deserved the money
1: Yeah and I heard What sucked for these wrestlers was that um, Well like they were caught in limbo kind of With Paulie, so They had to to keep wrestling and, you know, maybe not get paid and maybe not get what they wanted. But then if they went against Paul and got on this bad side, they kind of knew that the company was kind of going downhill. And they knew Paul Heyman was going to wind up in WWE eventually. So if they got on this guy's bad side, they were probably going to lose a job at ECW and, and never be able to get a job at WWE. Yeah, some if, of them. if they if they were like fuck you, Paul Heyman, I'm going over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, Paulie, uh, Paulie was a dude you really didn't want to try to fuck. I mean, he was well, for... he's smart. And
1: I'm... for me CW, that's all that's left. Like in the company, Paul Heyman. Yeah. He's the only, he's, and, and he's Brock Lesnar, the mouthpiece, the universal champion. Yep. Like, he's still doing his thing.
0: Yeah, uh, he got, he got smart and lucky when he got latched with Brock.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you didn't watch it, but I left at the beginning of the, when they tried to revive the, ECW in the WWE.
0: I watched for a little while. I was I was kind of still watching back then at that mm-hmm. time. Um so when they when the, the idea that they were bringing ECW back, uh I was all in on cuz I I was hoping it was going to be what I was cuz they did the uh, the pay-per-view, the one night only pay-per-view at the Hammerstein Ballroom and shit. And uh had a really old school, fucking awesome ECW pay per view, and uh, and then after that was when the revival happened, cause Vince, mm-hmm. cause Vince
1: saw dollar signs. Yeah, he's like, Fuck it, I, I can make money off of this. Right, and, so uh, that, that's about the time I went to like, I left to college in 2007, and I try to keep up with it, but none of my friends and like uh, frat brothers were into it. And I think our fraternity meetings were at Mondays at that time. So I just, and I worked at nights too. So I just never really got, and I started doing MMA. So I really didn't have time to watch wrestling.
0: Right. I,
1: I didn't stay with it long. Mm -hmm. Like
0: punk was, was a thing that kept me into it.
1: And I miss some good
0: talents like punk dude. And Kelly Kelly. Like, I'm not going to lie.
1: I I have heard of her and I've seen some of her matches and I know of her, but I know I mean, her I wasn't there for her shit.
0: Her wrestling wasn't good, but she was fucking hot as fuck, and she'd always like do striptease shit.
1: Mm, it was around that time when it mm. was still when it was the divas. Yeah, they don't like that shit no more. They're the women's division now Exactly
0: when EC, yeah. they like they they tried to med, like mesh this whole old school ECW with like it was like. Diet ECW. It was WWE's version of ECW, and it was terrible. It just wasn't good. There were some good guys in there, and they had like the old school ECW talent, but
1: they didn't use them right. No, they never really put any really development into that uh, title and or into booking that show right. And it's from what I've seen, like Kane was an ECW champion. Yeah. You know, if Kane becomes, if by somehow he beats Brock or pins Strowman in the Triple Threat match this weekend, he'll be the only and ever uh, WWF, uh, when the WCW belt was here, he was a WCW, ECW, and he'll be the universal champion. He'll have all of them. He'll be be the only person. That'd be cool. Because there's only been a couple of w, or there's only been a couple of Universal Champions since they made up that bullshit title, right? Like, I doesn't it sound ridiculous to someone that hasn't been watching the Universal Title?
0: Yeah, it is kind of stupid.
1: Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> but whatever.
1: Uh, I've tried, I've tried to justify it, but like, they they don't do it. Like they they just they just need another title because they did a brand split. And they they named it the Universal Championship. And I'm like, well, that doesn't fucking make sense. I'm like, if you would have had it as a champion that jumped between both SmackDown and Raw, boom. That makes sense. He's the Universal Champion. And each show has their champion. And they can challenge for the Universal Championship. I don't know. Something.
0: That makes a little bit more sense, yeah.
1: But no, they just called him the Universal Champion. And they're like, he's on Raw. Boom. And it's a red belt. <laughs> like, yeah. okay. You're like, all
0: right. I've seen pictures
1: of Brock with it. Yeah, it doesn't look right. Like, it doesn't it, look right. It's weird, but whatever. Yeah, they're, doing, they're trying to, you know, rebrand and resell stuff. It's all about money. You can make a new <laughs> belt. People got to buy it.
0: Yep. Yep. Dude, replica fucking belts at the UFC were like, five hundred dollars
1: yeah and i want i want one so bad i only got the stupid fanny pack shit you <laughs> see it in the bank it's a fanny peg <laughs> I got.
0: it looks like a belt from here so
1: it, it will it's, a, it's it has the belt the belt picture but it's a fanny peg look <laughs> i got shit, it in that uh, i got it in loot crate
0: <laughs> dude had you never told <laughs> me that though i would have never known <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bang, bang. But like from from where I could see it at, I would have yeah. never been able to tell. It ah. looks like a it looked like an actual belt.
1: Yeah, I don't you can't tell because of the lights, but I have little championship pins in the tree. So I have an actual wrestling wrestling Christmas tree. People can't tell because it's not video. You should have done it live, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. Next time we gotta go live for the
0: millions
1: <laughs> and millions. <laughs> Of holcomaniacs out there, brother.
0: Well, the problem, the problem is though, is that I'm not running Skype from my computer. Mm -hmm. I'm running it from my iPad, so I don't know if the two, (laughs) the two things fucking intersect. I doubt it. I don't know. I'm I'm fucking. I just work here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you just run the whole thing. I just
0: run the whole goddamn thing. I, I, I used to do it on my computer, but it was giving me all this weird uh, fucking feedback in the in the recordings. Okay. Like a loud, like a, a whine. So I just switched it over to my iPad. And I still record on my computer, but I'm just not running audio from Skype through my headphones and into the board and then back out through a USB into the computer.
1: So it was just getting all wonky. So we cut mm-hmm. that out. Yeah, yeah. I've been wanting to switch to a board, but these mics are right. But, like, when I have all these guys over, I can't really... I don't like doing a podcast because there's, like, nine motherfuckers in here just fucking... I'm trying to shut them up and trying to do, like, uh, level tests on the mics and shit. And, like, right. everyone's talking. They're trying to watch TV in the background. I'm like, we can't watch TV and have a podcast. So how and it there's, works. Like... Yeah, and there's, like, dudes in the background trying to have separate conversations. And I'm like, God fucking damn it. So... <laughs> The only solution would be to get like an eight fucking input board and get eight different mics. It'd be like, look, if you're gonna talk, jump in on the fucking podcast.
0: Right. Might have to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I'm looking to upgrade our board. Um just because I am I've been thinking about it since I got this board though, but
1: when are you gonna go uh, visit Ryan and do in your house pay per
0: view? <laughs> fuck, I don't know, man. I've been trying to get Ryan to come here forever. Where, where exactly can is he? Um, where the
1: fuck is? Uh, Damn, I put you on the spot, sorry, bro. Shit, I'm trying he's to- not across the border in Winnipeg, is he?
0: No, he's... That's not even Winnipeg. I Windsor, mean, Ontario. Windsor. Windsor? He's, he's in Ontario, but he's, like... Ryan's, like, three or so hours from Windsor, I guess. I don't Cause know. Because I've
1: been to Windsor because it's right above Detroit, right? You just, like... Yeah, it's right across, across the, the Ambassador Bridge or the, you know, That's, whatever, the tunnel. Yeah.
0: But... That's as far as I've gone. Yeah, Ryan's from Windsor. Yeah. That's where he's from, or where he grew up, I should say. He was born in Montreal. Or Quebec,
1: Montreal, Quebec, Canada, somewhere in Quebec. Maybe it wasn't Damn, Montreal. He's got a little bit of French Canadian in him.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. That's why he fucking loves George Saint Pierre. Joseph <laughs> Pierre. Does he does a wicked GSP though? I will give him that. <laughs> um But yeah, Kitchener. I don't know. It's like six hours. I think we're like six hours from each other, give or oh, take. Okay. That's not too crazy. No. It's international, past? bro. You guys are international. We are international. We talked about I that. I heard like... you guys
1: saying that the other day. I was just going
0: to say, we just <laughs> talked about that. We're fucking, we got yeah, that. International I heard you guys <laughs> talking
1: about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thought about it too the other day. Oh, I'm like, oh, dude, I did an international podcast the other day. I was talking to Ryan about the Montreal Screwjob job. Yep. Yeah, so that technically counts. <laughs>
0: yeah, you got, <laughs> you've got. you gotten <an> international.
1: <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna have to record a new intro to the Folio podcast
0: internationally known for the yeah. <laughs> podcast
1: <laughs> dude i've been thinking of doing a like just adding another show a week of just doing mma in spanish there you go yeah like i don't i don't think it's out there not that i've looked but I no i'm pretty sure there's not a ton of it and i could focus i could i could give all the news but focus on the like Mexican fighters, Mexican yeah, or, the, or the Hispanic community, the Spanish-speaking, and not just Mexican because we're not the only ones that speak Spanish. But my Spanish is pretty fluent just because my parents, a hundred percent, speak only Spanish. That's it. I've had a like, I, my, my Spanish is pretty fluent. Fuck yeah, dude, that'd be cool. Like, like uh, I was I commented on Blake's thing the other day. They were calling out Mackenzie Dern with their fake accent. I don't know if you've seen this. <laughs> yeah. I saw that story. I don't I don't necessarily think it's fake, dude. Um so I, I put on there like it's funny, so I speak Spanish because I learned it here in Chicago from my parents. But when I go back to Mexico, they have like a southern twang, but it's more of a, a farm kind of life, a whole country kind of life thing. Okay. They they're born on the side of a mountain, but they're farm people. You know, they right. they have their fucking corn or whatever, their potatoes and shit like that. They have their cows. So they live a, they live what we would see as a southern kind of lifestyle, a farm kind of lifestyle. Okay. You know how southern people here they they have their, you know, their southern twang or whatever. In in Mexico it's the same thing with us. So when I go to Mexico, dude, I pick up that fucking southern twang a little bit or that what, what we call the From Durango Like the twang from Durango The
0: the Yeah like the dialect and shit
1: Yeah I, I pick up the dialect and shit Like and I come back And dude I can tell 100% Even when I'm speaking the people here in Chicago Spanish Like it, it comes out here 100% my cousins can make fun of me and shit But uh
0: Dude it happens Like I spent Like almost two weeks In England When I was a teen Or just after I graduated I was like 18 And uh like, you just you start picking up little accents
1: of shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to tell Blake he better stop trying to talk shit about Mackenzie Dern. She's mine, bro. Uh, man.
0: God damn it. Y'all got to stop claiming all these girls, man. We're going to have to sit out of a fucking <laughs> fight because I love me some Mackenzie Dern.
1: We're going to have to start setting up jiu-jitsu matches because I don't want to punch on niggas in the face. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't want to get punched in the face either. You've trained. Fuck that. No punching. Let's just have a wrestling match. <laughs> no. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> some jits.
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck that. I ain't getting tapped.
1: <laughs> what? No, there's no contact in there, bro. <laughs>
0: yeah, but you know how to do jits, too. My jits is very limited. <sighs> as in, I have not really had any formal training. I've learned some shit.
1: You're wrestling, you're wrestling jits? Yeah,
0: my wrestling jits might be pretty good, but I put myself in stupid positions. Where it, it, you're work, it works me. against people
1: that don't know how to wrestle. You just hold them down, and they're like, "Ah, ah get me, get off, get me out of here." Yeah, see,
0: I know how to get out of that shit. Yeah, like holding me down is a problem. <laughs> it's 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 the fucking parts where I leave things open, and I get choked out, or yeah. I get fucking armbarred or something because I left my arm up while I was trying to hold you down.
1: I gotta set up my mats. I got those stupid puzzle mats.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah,
1: I gotta set those up. I gotta stop just gaining weight. Blake's been saying he's training. He trained for like a whole week straight. I was listening to his podcast. He's trained for like weeks straight now. Giving himself cheat days. He's training for something, bro. I think he's trying to defend these these girls. He's claiming. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> no, but Mackenzie Dern, dude, you saw her. She choked out another girl.
0: Yeah, man. Mackenzie Dern's a bad motherfucking bitch. I like her yeah, a lot. Her jits yeah. is just nasty.
1: Definitely she, coming she, to the UFC. She got
0: that nasty jits. What was that? She took a, a fucking omoplata into a what was it? A rear naked choke. Did she fucking?
1: Yeah, she got another rear naked choke.
0: No, I'm, th- there's one like there's one that kind of like where it started putting her on people's radars, and I want to say she had an omoplata, and. What did she end up with? A fucking. A Kimura? I can't remember now, man, but it was. Oh, I'll have to find the submission. It was nasty.
1: Like, just nasty. Well, it's it, it just. Yeah, well, it's just her jitsu's on another level, and if she, she could just She's get. Megaton Diaz's like that, daughter. Yeah. And then it's just like Ortega. Like, Ortega trains with the fucking Gracie's. Boom. I didn't think he was going to do that to Swanson. I, I underestimated his jiu jitsu but it's that training with the fucking experts that's that gets them to these levels. I didn't th- like I I, I would have picked
0: Cub uh, had we recorded and I and I, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I said this on on Tuesday's show that just dropped. Um I would have picked Cub, but I thought Cub would have knocked him out.
1: Yeah, I thought Cub would have knocked him out too. I thought Cub was just going to avoid the ground and just fucking piece him up.
0: But I knew Brian Ortega
1: is dangerous. Yeah, dude. I just thought it was a little bit too soon. I thought he could be champion. I just thought it was a little bit too soon. I thought he was young. But look at him, dude. He's fucking choking out guys and adjusting midair while he's fucking. <coughs> he's, on the, he's not not backpacking guy because he's, he's hanging off the guy's fucking neck. But he's adjusting while hanging off the guy's neck. That's super hard, dude. I don't know if he can beat Max, though. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one.
0: Max is like he's he's just on another level right now.
1: Does he get him down? I don't know. I
0: think he might, but Max's jits is I mean, Ortega's jits is definitely on a different level than than Max's, but Max's got really good MMA jits. Especially defenses. But it's just on the feet where he
1: fucking will piece him up. Yeah. Speaking of on the feet, did you see Dos Sanjos this weekend, dude? Yeah, dude, Dos Anjos picked him apart. Yeah, dude, that was super impressive too. That was that, like a uh, dismantling of Robbie Lawler. Not expected. I think Robbie. I didn't think that was going to happen, to Robbie Lawler. Be either.
0: Be either. It's, I thought it was going to be a lot closer fight than it was. <coughs> but those yeah. leg kicks. Those leg kicks fucked him up.
1: Mm-hmm. And I was calling it too. I don't know. I don't even know if it was in that fight or an earlier fight. I'm like, that fucking, that word to the legs is, is a nice investment into the bank. And my, I think even Frankie was like, investment into the into the bank. <laughs> and then, like, later on, fucking Robbie can't even walk. <laughs> Dude, he he can't even move forward.
0: I don't even know how you finished that fight. I thought that was going to be done. Yeah, I mean, you hit some good shit over there. What's that?
1: You hit some good shit over there?
0: Fuck yeah, some goddamn Mendo <sighs> breath, man. It's like fucking <sighs> grape goddamn gasoline, bro. Oh, and I took some I took some CBD pills, like twenty minutes before I called you. So those motherfuckers are definitely flowing through my
1: system. Oh, uh, dude, I was ripped. I was fucking playing uh, Elder Scrolls, riding around and uh, getting ripped. Just fucking getting high as hell. Yeah. Waiting, waiting for the CCW talk.
0: Yeah. Well, I smoked a couple bowls too, but like the caps, these caps just fucking like it's all body high. It just like relaxes the fuck out of you. I sleep like a baby when i take them nice yeah when i finally lay down and like go to bed out like a light because like i have problems i wake up a couple of times at night and it sucks because it fucks up like it'd be right like, before i get into like rem sleep mm-hmm. so it fucks my sleeping patterns up but anyway let's fucking so how so how have uh, you enjoyed your journey into ecw so far
1: um, you're
0: still in the infancy.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty fucking brutal, dude. It's pretty brutal. I'm I'm gonna watch it, but these guys were taking a lot heavier chair shots than the WWE guys. Oh, these guys were fuck yeah. Crash, these guys were crashing chairs through their skulls, dude. If if you
0: put your hands up in ECW to cover your head, you were like just eaten alive by the locker room. And like you, you're like I said, you're still in like the infancy. So like you mm-hmm. haven't even been introduced to New Jack yet.
1: No, and I've heard stories of New Jack, and I've seen shit of New Jack, and I w- I want to see more of his shit, and not because. I like what he's doing. It's just that I I want to hate him more. Like I don't know why that guy's like a hateful. I don't I don't, I don't like him just because Oh yeah, cuz you saw him,
0: you saw him in the the Forever Hardcore documentary. Yeah.
1: I I want I kind of want I'm interested because I want to see why people like him so much. New Jack, dude. New Jack's been through some shit, bro. Like
0: some shit. And I think I think I know why you think he's a piece of shit because you're you're talking about the Vic Grimes incident. That he where he described where he was trying to fucking like kill Vic Grimes.
1: Yeah, dude, where he threw the guy off of like well, there was twenty tables set up and yeah. they were like on scaffolding. And he he said it himself, he's like, I try to throw him into the ring post. Yeah. And I missed.
0: No, I get it. I knew I knew what you were talking about and why you would think he was an asshole. There's there was a, like a a backstory. Like, Vic almost killed fucking New Jack.
1: Mm. Okay. Like
0: New Jack has Like, his head got fucking, like, split open. His brains were fucking out on this goddamn thing because of this guy. Oh,
1: yeah, where he landed on him, right? Yeah, yeah. That's fucked him up.
0: Yeah, Vic fucked him up. Vic fucked him up. And, like, New Jack's fucked himself up. Like, he used to dive off of shit in the ECW arena. They had this little, like, up by where Joey would commentate. It was, like, the Eagle's Nest. Like, dude, New Jack was crazy. That's why people love New Jack, because New Jack tried to kill himself every match. And the more hardcore, the more crazy you were, the more those motherfuckers ate that shit up.
1: Dude, you look at New Jack's forehead; it fucking tells a story for itself. He has one of the worst fucking foreheads I've seen in the in the business. Do you want?
0: Do you want to hear? Do you want to know where like where New? Because like New Jack, where he broke really, and got real big was, like, ECW, but before that, what what got the attention of ECW, he worked for Jim Cornette in Smoky Mountain Wrestling.
1: Which is uh Colorado promotion, right? I think it's still Tennessee. A right Tennessee? Tennessee? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was, no, Jim,
0: right. it was Jim Cornette's promotion back in the day in Tennessee. Him and, uh, who the f- I don't remember who ran it with him, but, but it was, uh, yeah, it was Jim Cornette's promotion. And, uh, and eventually the WWE bought them out, and, like, it was in the early '90s, um, and that's when like that's where Sonny started at. Like Tammy and and uh, Chris Candido were working for Smoky Mountain because they were from like that's where Jim brought him in and got him in that area and shit and made him popular. But anyway, they had the gangsters, New Jack and Mustafa, and then they, they were like this this fucking crazy ass tag team. And they ended up going to ECW and blowing the fuck up because they were insane. Mm-hmm. And ECW had a crazy tag team division. <clears throat> Guys like, you know, the, the the fucking Dudleys and the gangsters and uh, I don't know, Saturn and Kronos that were gone at that time. But, um... Fuck! Who else was there? That was just nuts. But then they would they would pair up guys like um, Sandman and Tommy
1: Dreamer or something like that. Rotten and Mahoney.
0: Oh God! Yeah, balls and balls and fucking Axel.
1: Those were some of those were some of the guys that are forever. ECW. They well, they. I don't. I don't know if I know Axel Rotten. I don't think he's worked anywhere else besides ECW.
0: Um. Axel might have did a little work in WCW, but I don't know. I don't remember if he ever had a run, in, or not a run, but just even a time in, mm-hmm. in WWE. I know Balls did. Oh, Balls was in,
1: what was he in, WCW?
0: Balls was in WWE, I believe, for a, a short period of time. Was he? Yeah, I don't oh, remember yeah. Balls in Well, there. Balls was like, I think Balls came in during that second run of ECW. Or that, okay. that ECW
1: run in, in WWE, and then okay. eventually it all got swallowed up. I remember him doing, like, a fucking backflip from the top rope onto the outside onto, like, a shopping cart or some crazy shit. Balls was nuts, man. They all were, dude. Like, oh, yeah. they took Extreme to the next level. It wasn't, like, Sabu, from, what, from bro. Sabu. No, dude. So So. What's the timeline with Sabu? So, Sabu was there, and they they would bring him out as Hannibal, right? Well, he was – like,
0: Sabu kind of already had, like, a reputation from being in Japan Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then, like, working for his uncle up here in Michigan um, because the Sheik ran a territory in Detroit uh, for a long time, uh, Motor City Wrestling and stuff. And Sabu wrestled there. Uh, but yeah, they brought him in as like a Hannibal Lecter type dude on, uh, on a stretcher with one man gang and Pauly. And that was like when Taz was like the Taz it was like this fucking weird, he had like a furry sing one strap singlet and weird haircut and shit. Mm-hmm. It was weird, weird fucking yeah. shit, but Sabu was insane.
1: Yeah, the, from what I saw, the, he had a major pop. And, like, he was introduced in the beginning of the pay-per-view. He came out. He did his Sabu point to the, t- point to the yep, sky. Point to the sky. Yep. And then he came out, and he was after the championship match. So they had a bunch of championship matches, and he was the last match. I forgot against who. Yeah. God damn it. I just saw this. I've been watching so much shit. But no, nonetheless, he was the last match. And I don't know if it was before this. Like at some point, he called for a chair. Didn't they fucking just throw all the chairs into the fucking ring?
0: Yeah, that happened frequently. Like shit, they, they would bring weapons to the fucking shows, and they would grab weapons out of the crowd from people.
1: Dude, if I've seen if people that Tommy Dreamer to show- had
0: a cheese grater.
1: Yeah, I was, I was going to mention that earlier. These motherfuckers went crazy with cheese graters, and I'm like, what the fuck? Bro, everything. If, if people haven't seen ECW or haven't watched it, because I, I had seen parts of it, and I had caught, caught matches here and there. Signs. They need to go back and watch if they like extreme wrestling, because this is ridiculous. If they like hardcore shit in the WWE and WWF that they saw in the Attitude Era, they need to go back and check this out, because... WWE kind of just took it, dumbed it down, and made it their own, and then that's how they got it over in their fucking in their business.
0: They made it to where they could put it in in a ideal time slot where ECW was airing in the middle of the night, so that children
1: didn't accidentally find it.
0: Mm I get it. It was violent as
1: fuck, dude. Man, I'm telling you, it's like they had a chair breaking contest every night. Like who can break the chair the best over someone's head. That's what it seemed like they were trying to do, but they also told good stories. Mm, I that's what I need to go back and watch the stories, like
0: the whole the whole which you'll get into with like the Raven Tommy Dreamer, um, angle like that shit was fucking was it was a good storyline. And they had really good matches. This
1: one, it was Public Enemy versus the champions, which were. Sandman and Too Too Cool Scorpio and Too Cool Scorpio was the television champion as well as the tag champion but it was weird because Too Cool Scorpio had won it in a singles match the tag team championships both of them and yeah it was a weird stipulation in this one and like if Sandman or Too Cool Scorpio pinned either one of Public Enemy they got to challenge uh, Mikey later on in the pay-per-view and that's when Austin came out and uh beat up Sandman because Sandman. Sandman picked up the win. Yep. Jeez, Sandman just come in fucking drunk. <laughs> uh was Sandman one of your dudes? He was one of your favorite guys.
0: I liked Sandman ish, but he, he wasn't one of my favorite guys. I, I just What's up with his pants, dude? Dude, fucking who knows, man. Sandman <laughs> Sandman's something else. Like that dude is Way the fuck out there I've watched some like shoot interviews with him And he's Just Fucked Fucked But you know he he was He was one of the guys Fucker would crack a beer with the crowd And crack dudes in the head With a fucking Singapore cane So <laughs> Make motherfuckers bleed He, he was a, not a good wrestler He's not a good wrestler at all no. But,
1: nope, not at all. But the people loved him. It was the cane that got him over in the beer drinking and being a badass. Like, hey, I'm a exactly. badass. Because
0: like he would just, he was kind of like a mix between like Austin and the Undertaker in a sense that like shit would be going on, and all of a sudden the lights would go black, and fucking Enter Sandman would start playing. And he would come out through the goddamn crowd. And in the middle of a match, he would have a fucking 10-minute goddamn fucking intro to walk to the fucking ring to come cane a bunch of motherfuckers.
1: Which is what I hate, that I don't get to hear the songs that they picked because yeah, that does, doesn't have uh, rights to them.
0: That does suck because, yeah, they were using, like, real music, you know, like Tommy. <laughs> yeah, they were
1: stealing music.
0: Yeah, Tommy came out to, like, Alice in Chains... And yeah, Sandman was Enter Sandman And I can't remember what How sick
1: must that have been It was cool I bet Raven came out to like fucking Nirvana or something
0: Yeah, I can't remember what Raven's song was now Pumpkins I have
1: to look that up <laughs> Dude, at one point they wanted to sell the uh, Cor- or Corgan They wanted to sell uh, stock to him 10% really? Yeah Yeah I, I was watching some shit didn't know it that was tor- it was towards the end though I when they did that. yeah he's like uh how much for 10 percent like a million dollars and he's like uh the company is not worth 10 million dollars so nothing really ca- nothing really happened from that so
0: <laughs>
1: paulie well Corgan owns the nwa now like yeah yeah he owns up he owns all their shit so yep he needs to do something with that. I I wouldn't mind checking some of those matches out, even though they're old.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. There there's some there would be some good shit that the WWE doesn't own. Yeah. <laughs> some really like old school old old school fucking WCW stuff and Florida Championship Wrestling and <laughs> the Carolinas and shit like that. <laughs> You're gonna get a fuck ton of Ric Flair.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. That that was one of the Starcades I was just watching. I was just checking out the Starcades. Oh
0: I mean, you're always gonna get a fuck ton of Ric Flair with Yeah. With WCW anyway, but
1: Yeah, you have to have seen the last Starcade I checked out, ninety seven? Yeah. Yeah. The the botched the botched victory by Hogan, where yep. he should have gotten the fast count but didn't get the fast count. And then Brett restarts the match and looks like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because wow. of Hogan, because Hogan whispered to the ref before the match, "Hey, regular count this shit." Well, that that's what speculate. That's what people speculate that he told the ref, "Hey, just do a regular count," and what said to they, they said that it should have been a one, two, three because it was Nick Patrick, the NWO referee. Yep. Oh, so it's supposed Nick to be Patrick. the f- yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, bro, he's the New World Order champion. You got no.
0: Nick on. Patrick,
1: or the the ref. Yeah, I remember Nick Patrick.
0: I watched yeah. Nick Patrick referee a lot of fucking matches.
1: You remember when he came out with like his broken neck thing, and, and he couldn't he couldn't count fast for the WCW guys because his neck hurt every time? Yep. But every time the NWO guys went for the cover, one, two, three, oh, you're out. You're out of here. <laughs> that was some great shit, dude, that NWO sold out. like That was some good booking at the time. God damn,
0: yeah. Dude, I got to come on sometime and do a pay-per-view with you. For sure, dude.
1: I'm jealous of Ryan. I I, I I asked Ryan to come on with me to uh, Starcade, and I'm like, I, and I'm like, damn, he's probably gonna be busy because of Christmas. And then I realized he's like, let me know for a Royal Rumble. And then I realized I'm like, wait a minute, he's not a WCW guy. He didn't watch WCW, so he wouldn't have watched any of the Starcades. No. <laughs> yeah, he didn't see any of the Starcades. But he didn't, say, he didn't say that. He just said, he's like, oh, let me know for a Royal Rumble. I'm like, all right. I'm, like, oh, yeah. I'm like, all right, I'll let you know for a Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah, because he fucking, he only watched the Attitude Era and shit.
1: Yeah, he was the WWF guy. I fucking I got
0: your number, Dempsey.
1: <laughs> I think I'm going to take out 98 next. I haven't seen it just because I was watching ECW shit. Fucking Starcade 98. Uh, it's the infamous, uh, people hate it. And at the time, I loved it. And it should have never happened. Where they uh, ended Goldberg's the streak, streak, with yeah, the fucking they, Scott Hall. Yep, they yep.
0: tased his ass.
1: Yep. I was a kid, and I was a hundred percent NWO, so I loved it at the time. But looking oh, back, it was hundred percent shitty. It was angle. so
0: shitty. Oh, it was so shitty. It was yeah, such a then-
1: shitty way to do it. And then they continued to fucking smear it. They just, like, they took a shit all over it, and then they smeared it everywhere.
0: That was, that at that point, it was like Kevin, Scott, and fucking Hogan were controlling their own bookings.
1: Dude, the poke of death. Yeah. How do you, how do you go on Nitro? I think it was on Nitro the next day or something. After ending Goldberg's streak. And take a poke to the chest by Hogan and drop the title to him—the finger poke of death. Oh my god, dude! Yep. Oh god, I remember that shit. Ugh.
0: they did so many stupid fucking like. They there were some title matches like that should have been on pay per views. There they had like Goldberg and Sting and shit, like some good fucking matches. And uh, Hogan and St- Hogan and Sting was a Nitro. I think from Detroit, actually.
1: What well, what would you say? Since you're a little bit older than me, what would you say is the like the turning point of the NWO WCW era, where where WCW just starts tanking and like because it, it started happening little by little, from what I'm seeing, because I, I, I'm seeing it lasted a little bit longer than I thought it did. Like I thought it had a shorter run, but WCW lasted to like 2001 at least.
0: Yeah, they they had a couple, well, like, it was like 99-ish, maybe 2000, like late 99, early 2000, maybe it was when Vince came up over and took over, maybe it was like 98, even, 99, I don't know. At some point. It was 2001. When Russo came, no, not Vince McMahon, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, okay, yeah, Russo, yeah, when well, Russo came in. Yeah. Russo came in as a as the writer um after basically lying and selling himself as the creator of the attitude era uh then he came in and that's when it just completely tanked but i don't know probably around the point of <laughs> Starcade 98 like 98 they were starting to go down you know the wwe was starting to creep up mm-hmm. on them
1: because uh Jesus is like he's like such a great pay-per-view that they had here he's like you can see the structure already crumbling because of Hogan He's like, he had so much creative control. He's like, and it's such a major pay-per-view and it's such a great turning point that the WCW should have won a lot cleaner and not have the stupid ass debacle go down. And you should have just had sting win. That's it. No, nothing. No, this happened. No. And he's like, you kind of start seeing the cracks because of Hogan's creative control. And yeah. he gets to dictate what happens. Well, and,
0: and Nash and Hall, too. Well, yeah. Nash more so
1: mm-hmm. than Hall, Hall. was kind but... of like, just give my money so I can do drugs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Nash had a lot of creative control, and they were all in with Bischoff. And...
1: Well, well, fucking, yeah, no, you're right, dude, because fucking Hall, that fucking asshole, threw the television title in the garbage, which, it, don't do that to a fucking title. Right. Like, unless, like... I get it with the ECW, like even Terry Funk was like, come on, dude, like you don't shit on the fucking lineage, right? But they were starting a new company, literally, Hall wasn't starting a new company, like he was just throwing the, the television title because he had the US title, so he threw the television title in the garbage. Uh, it just... And they, they
0: shit on Flair a lot.
1: <laughs> yeah, they did shit on Flair a lot and the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Oh, Yeah. Like, right, right now, Um, so I tweeted before the pay-per-view this weekend, Clash of Titans, I'm like, oh, man, they better put the strap on fucking Dolph Ziggler, and they did. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's weird They actually put the title on him, like, because it doesn't seem like he's getting a push. But this weekend on, or this week on SmackDown, he kind of just put the title down and walked away. And it kind of shits on everything that, because AJ kind of built it up. Like, the title wasn't kind of valued at all, and then AJ kind of took it, gave it a little bit of value, and then passed it on cleanly. Who did he pass it on cleanly to? Corbin, and Corbin's had it now. And then Dolph won it, and then the next next day, or two days after on SmackDown, he just puts it in the middle of the ring and walks away. And people think he quit because he wasn't happy with the company, so just, but this one might be an actual, like, he quit the company. Hall was just shitting on the title. I was just fucking throwing it in the fucking garbage.
0: Dude, that'd be crazy if he really did
1: quit like that. Yeah, fuck your couch. Yeah, it's definitely leaving people uh, questioning what's going on if it's an actual gimmick or what's, or like if it's an actual storyline or what's going on. Or did he actually quit?
0: Dudes have proven that you can have a successful career in the indies. You know, Dude, if he
1: takes off and joins the Bullet Club in New Japan, oh my god! Right,
0: or it goes into Ring of Honor here, you know, or yeah. whatever. I mean, like Cody's, you know, I see, I see on like Twitter and shit. Like Cody's mm-hmm. doing really good. Um, obviously, like Colt Cabana's got a really good career on the Indies. I mean, a lot of guys can, you know, you can make good money doing
1: the indie scene. So yeah, or get overseas.
0: Ring of Honor is getting
1: bigger. Their shows are getting bigger. From yeah. what I've, I've gone, to, I've gone to a show here uh, two years ago. Yeah, for like for my birthday, I went. It's a pretty good show too. But uh, their shows are getting bigger. From I didn't go to this year's show, but it was a lot bigger than last year's. Hell yeah! They got Jay Lethal still, I think. Oh man! Did, uh, I, remember I don't know if Jay you, Lethal. Did, do you, did you ever see Black Machismo? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, oh yeah, dude. I used, watch,
0: make make- I used to watch. I used to watch TNA. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, when when he did Flair, Do you remember that shit? When he,
0: when he did Flair, yeah. I remember when he did Black Machismo. Like, yeah, dude, I remember all that shit. Fucking...
1: Jesus, get, he 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 would tell me about all that shit, so I had to look into it. Yeah. He's like, uh, you got to look into uh, fucking Jay Lethal and Black Le- Machismo.
0: Lethal Lethal was a was a like a good worker in the X division over in TNA. Really good, fucking him and AJ. Like they had some fucking great matches.
1: Uh, you watch, so you watched a lot of TNA. I have to talk to you about TNA too when I when I get to the TNA portion of this.
0: Yeah, I had a little bit of a run with TNA in my in my twenties. Um, I think actually, like, cause like they they were on after Ultimate Fighter, so after w, after WWE went back to USA and shit, like. Mm, that was on after fucking, after UFC, and I was watching UFC, so it just made sense.
1: It's convenient. It's nice.
0: Yeah. And and I really like the X Division. Like, I've always been, a, like, a smaller, a fan of, like, the smaller guys that were good workers and high flyers and did cool shit.
1: Yeah. The, <laughs> this whole, uh, I don't know how much you keep up with it, but Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho angles.
0: I've seen shit on Twitter. I don't yeah. really, I don't, I've. I mean, I've seen they've like jumped
1: each other in places and shit. Yeah, it's kind of sparking my interest. It's it's the best storyline in wrestling right now, though for sure.
0: Yeah, like, Jericho. The there you go. There's on. another dude that's on the indies doing shit.
1: Yeah, and he from ECW. He he was ECW guy. Yeah, mm. Like, I, would that be his first uh, North American promotion oh. besides the Canadian scene? I think so, but I, I because mean, don't he quote was. Me. I think he went from the Canadian scene to New Japan. To ECW to WCW. Yep, Lionheart. Yeah, and then to WWE, and then he's with WWE forever, and now he's back in New Japan, back to where it all began. So that's that's what's awesome about it. Alpha versus the Omega is what he's calling it.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that on Twitter. That yeah, emotion.
1: he te- he he jumped them with his title, bloodied it up. So it's a nice little angle. And like, it's funny how the interactions of uh, Chris Jericho with the uh, the journalist over there with their stupid little notepads and shit, because they're 100% into it. They know it's they know it's a storyline, but they buy into it. They're part of the storyline.
0: They're eating it up, yeah.
1: Yeah, so he'll take their fucking notepads and rip them up and like fucking give them the finger. He'll write on their notepads. He'll be like, it's his last match. Write that shit down. He's giving them the finger to the fucking photographers, <laughs> ripping, <laughs> ripping up the journalist's and shit. It's the best. And like they're, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. They're loving it. They're loving it. Funny. They know what's up. Fucking Chris,
0: yep, the ECW original.
1: Yeah, I, I had no idea. Fucking Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, and all these fucking Luchador guys were actually like, like you were saying earlier, brought into ECW and then poached by fucking Eric Bischoff.
0: And Paul was smart about not just building up one star, but also getting guys ready to To try to make stars out of other people too. Like he gave a lot of put, like he gave a lot of pushes to guys like Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko and and Jericho, and you know, gave them a, a spot to work and like let them have good matches in between the guys doing hardcore shit.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, the 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 shit I was watching, people were like mad because. WCW gets credited for the for the cruiserweight division. Yeah, and they're like, what the fuck? They're like, we didn't have to call anything because they were just wrestlers. Yep, and they were fucking badass.
0: Yeah, the 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 rise and fall of ECW.
1: Um, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love that documentary. Yeah, the first one I saw was Forever Hardcore. That's the first uh, documentary. I
0: Forever saw. Hardcore is is cool if you don't want the. The, the, the WWE polished version of the stories mm-hmm. and shit. Like, that's... that's And you get some real raw ECW shit.
1: Okay, that's just the first one that came up, so I just clicked it and I'm like, all right, cool.
0: Yeah, that was like an independently done one where uh, the rise and fall of ECW is a, is a WWE doc, so, you know, you're not going to get a lot of the real shit. But, I mean... Paulie fucked people over. He's, it's, he'll never admit that, but I mean, it's documented by enough people. Yeah. But, I mean, he's also responsible for a lot of guys getting opportunities and becoming something and going to bigger, bigger spots. Like, I mean, look at guys like the Dudleys.
1: Yeah, dude, they were still wrestling open until well, I think uh Bubba still was wrestling. But uh yeah, those guys are some of the they're up there for best tag team of all time. They I don't think they're number one, but they've held titles in almost every single promotion. Yeah. I think except WCW. I don't think they ever made it there. I think because they won- were East-
0: I think they won the W C W titles when they had like when they were active in the WWE.
1: Yeah, because they when they they had them split up, one's looked like the WCW titles and the other ones they were WWE titles at the time.
0: Yeah, and I think and I think they won the tag te- the WD- WCW tag team titles. I could be wrong, but I thought they I thought they had one in every organization.
1: Well, I thought I thought WCW was the only one that they hadn't done it. They didn't like they didn't go when it was an active. Oh, yeah, because they were in ECW at the right, time. Right
0: or or WWE yeah. already. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought, I thought at one point they won the the titles when they were in the WWE.
1: They, they, I'm pretty sure they did. It's just the, the one that gets wonky is the world heavyweight championship. They fucking did that one stupid. Yep. So, so they brought it in as the WCW title. Yeah. I remember with all that its, shit. Well, yeah. With all its lineage. But then at some point they retired it and brought it back looking the same, but they just, gifted it to triple h and it started a new lineage yeah like as triple h as the first champion and it was like the world's heavyweight championship now instead of the wcw heavyweight championship i don't know the fucking it's all fucky I, yeah just shitting on titles that's what wwe likes doing It's just all fucky is, yeah, they they just got as much money as they could have out of the ECW brand.
0: Taz had the FTW belt. <laughs> the FTW. With when, the FTW When he was in what? ECW, he had uh because um, I think like I think Sabu had was the champion, and he like dipped, and, like took off for a while because mm-hmm. he wanted to go get paid in other places. He was working like in Japan or something.
1: I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think he had two shows booked or something like that. And he's like, hey, this show is paying me more and I can only make well, one. Well, that, go-
0: that happened once and Paulie cut a fucking promo on him. Okay. Um, But, like, later on, he just kind of, like, split and had the belt. And so uh, at one point, Taz just created his own belt and it was the FTW title. And it was, like, origin black and said FTW on it. That's it. It was the fuck the world belt.
1: Fuck the world belt. I had never heard about that. Yeah. That couldn't have lasted long. How long did it take for Sabu to come back with the belt? Not long. A few months, Dude, maybe. I, I saw Sabu in a match versus La Parca. And I don't think it was from that long ago because they did not look in good shape.
0: Oh, Jesus. But uh,
1: they were still extreme as fuck, dude. They were st- I don't know. I guess, like you said, the crowd is encouraged to bring shit to the, to the show. And apparently in this show, they were too. Oh, I think it, was- it might have been somewhere in Mexico. So the- he-, he has a pair of scissors, dude. And he, he cuts part of uh, La Parca's mask off. And he starts stabbing him in the forehead. And then LaParca stabs him in the forehead, and they're fucking just bleeding everywhere, like, ridiculously.
0: What the fuck?
1: Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going on? Sabu's, like,
0: fucking 60 years old. No, he's, like, 50. He's 50 years old or some shit. Still
1: crazy as shit, dude, stabbing each other in the fucking... Dude.
0: for Fuck, who knows? It could have been, at like, a fucking Juggalo Championship wrestling thing somewhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, Sebu's done with the juggalos. Fuck, is he? Yeah.
1: Are you done with the juggalos? You you pay your Fuck you pay for no, what, bro? Oh, no, dude. Fuck <laughs> whoop, no. Whoop. No, they do. I'm <laughs> not.
0: I'm not done with. Ju- I mean, I have friends that are juggalos. Yeah, I thought ish, you, I,
1: you, ish. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, Jeff could go either way. I'm not gonna say anything because no. I don't want to offend them if he. Is. Jeff.
0: Jeff does not go either way. Jeff is not a juggalo. <laughs> like. Uh, I don't fuck with most of those people. Like I have like two friends and mostly it's just my friend's wife. She she's like always been a juggalo since like 90 fucking whatever. I think
1: I think that's a jugolette, isn't it?
0: Mm. Yes, thank you. She is a juggalette hey,
1: Can you tell me why they drink Fago or whatever that is? Cuz Fago's a Michigan pop, man. It's it's Detroit and, and that's where Insane clown Posse originates from? and that's Yeah, and it's cheap. You can, well, get like a, was... you can get like a three liter for a dollar. Oh, no, I've, I've drank it. I just have no idea why like they, it was incorporated with that fucking it, 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 with because that it, group. Because it's Michigan <laughs> and they could get
0: a fucking shit ton of it.
1: Okay, I just had no idea. I yeah. it was really weird. That's why. Mm.
0: That's why it's Fago.
1: Yeah. Uh. So you're not going to tell us you're really a juggalo?
0: I'm not a juggalo. Like, (laughs) not at all. Like, there there was a time, like, 90, when I was in, like, 7th or 8th grade, where I liked The Great Malenko, and it lasted for less than a year. And I was like, all right.
1: Hey bro, I admit I to liking like. Limp Biscuit. I, I used to like Limp Biscuit. I anymore. liked Limp Biscuit. I, yeah, I okay. would rather I would rather
0: talk about being a fan of Limp Biscuit than, than saying Clown, Clown Posse because like I, I can still listen to Limp Biscuit's first album.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like three dollar Billy All was a is still a pretty decent for that era was a decent album. It gets bad it gets fucking worse after that when Fred got fucking popular, and everything went to his head because he was banging Playboy models and shit. And he turned nice. into an uber douchebag.
1: I probably would have, too, if I was ba- banging Playboy models.
0: Yeah, probably. Christina Aguilera,
1: you know, whatever. Uh, poor Christina.
0: <sighs> yeah. Yeah. but well, no, I would much rather admit to being a fan of Lip Biscuit than fucking Insane Clown Posse, bro. They're they're a goddamn they're a goddamn gang by the FBI. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they lost their lawsuit too. They just like were suing the FBI to try because the FBI classified the Juggalos as a gang. Uh,
1: got their asses. But do they really do anything? No. Yeah, right. Aren't they just like angry music and they just have gatherings? They do a lot
0: of drugs at the gathering. There's a place called Drug Bridge. Mm. Where you just go and you can get every drug you want. Where's
1: this place no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I don't know. It used to be down in Illinois somewhere. They moved it all over. It started in Michigan and they got ran the fuck out. Hey, don't don't shove them over
1: here, bro. Oh, you don't, gotta, don't be
0: bro. Fuck off. Don't act like there ain't a shit ton of juggalos in fucking Illinois.
1: I don't know any. Like, I
0: don't know. Oh, I bet go back to Champagne. I bet you there's some there. I
1: bet there are. I'll, I bet if I would have asked, I no, you're right. If I would have asked, I bet you there was some juggalos out there. You live in Chicago.
0: There's definitely juggalos in Chicago.
1: I, you just started finding them. Yeah, I, I'm just not an inviting person to juggalos. I think. <laughs> Oh, you, I don't know.
0: you you're you might be you look like a juggalo type. <laughs> what? <going on? laughs> I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> Next
1: episode I'm gonna have my face painted like a dental. Like, What's up, Jeff? You figured me out, bro. I had
0: dude, I had a friend I was I painted my face like a juggalo for a friend of mine's music video and was like super salty about it. <laughs>
1: Like I was about to say, so the truth comes out. No, no, there's evidence out there. Yeah, there is. (laughs) Ryan's gonna come out with like fucking detective work. He's like, I got pictures, I got video. Oh, dude, I'll fucking, I'll send
0: you the goddamn fucking video that I'm in. Like, (laughs) it's just, I, I did it as a favor for a friend, Mm -hmm. and it was like one scene. And I've had to flip over a a fucking, because he had a line (laughs) in the song. It was like a a song about this, like, fucking other weirdo juggalo-like rapper. And he said something about juggalos can spell after all. And I flipped over a, a Scrabble board. But, like, as I took pictures, there's, like, video and shit while they're doing my makeup and each layer of fucking makeup I just look more and more sad and regretful of the decisions I made as an individual in my life Right where, yeah. where I agreed to let my friend do this to me it was not fun I regret no, it I th- yeah
1: it doesn't sound fun to be a juggalo
0: I mean I wasn't a juggalo I was just painted up like a, a member <laughs> of the insane clown posse I Did was you- did you whoop-whoop?
1: Fuck no, I didn't whoop-whoop. I didn't do any whoop-whooping. What is that about, too? I don't get Bro, that. Bro, I, I don't, don't... know. I'm... Well, I never listen to their music. <laughs>
0: I have no idea.
1: I've heard like a, I've heard a song here or there, but like I've just never gotten <laughs> into. It. i was just uh, like this is interesting. Just my
0: thing. just because I'm from Michigan does not mean I am a member of the insane clown posse. Hey, bro, like
1: I didn't know. Like you, you're dropping facts on me. I'm like the insane clown posse. Like, oh yeah, they're from Detroit. And I'm I mean, like, I
0: know I know shit about shit, man. Like <laughs> I'm just a storehouse of useless information.
1: I thought you were happy that they were from your hometown. Cause you you this in Tony I'm, Ferguson.
0: I'm not from Detroit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, from your home state.
0: <laughs> no, there are plenty of things I'm not proud of from my home state, like Kid Rock. Kid Rock, what? Bob with the ball of the banger thing. Fuck Kid Rock.
1: I I'll admit I had that album. I did not. I had that album. I'll admit it. I won't admit to, like, even if I were an insane clown posse fan, I would not admit to it i admit to having have that kid rock CD.
0: I mean, I admit that I had a fucking bootleg copy of The Great Malenko on tape because it was 1998. I'm older than you. There were there was a time where it was okay, and then it got real weird. But I never fucking painted my face like that for,
1: for anything less than ironic reasons. You know what? I'm scared now. I have to go check my library because my cousin gave me all the music oh i guarantee your cousin's how old he's uh five years older than me and how old are you i'm 29 so he's 34 so
0: he's my age i bet you there's a fucking copy of the great malenko in there somewhere there could be
1: there, <laughs> I, I was listening to the deftones yeah what'd you think yeah. um it's it's good shit i just need to be in the mood for it i can't listen to it in the morning yeah. I can't wake up and throw that shit
0: on. Nah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty heavy. It's not start your day, shit.
1: Would you? Yeah, uh, would you? St- I put on their first album. I don't know what it's called. I just looked up what their first album was, Adrenaline. and I have all their albums. Adrenaline. So I, yeah. I, so I just threw that on.
0: Adrenaline is like the most straightforward heavy album that they had. Like that was like super young, really angry fucking deft tones. Mm-hmm. and then like around the fur. Still was heavy, but had more groove. They let Terry Date kind of help them sculpt things a little more. And, like, Chino sang a lot more, and then it just kept evolving from there. And then after that was White Pony, and then that's when they brought in Frank, their DJ, Mm -hmm. and, like, started having weird ambient. Fucking, yeah, no,
1: I'm I'm liking it. It's just for me. I I gotta listen to the album over and over again. Yep. Over and I gotta get into the album and I'm like, yep, I like the album. I'm like, it's a good album. And then I'm gonna throw another album on there and then see what that's like. That that's how my music listening is. The, that's how I get acquainted with my music. Like Quadro gives me shit because he's like, why don't you like any of this new shit? I'm like, because it's all mumble rap. And he's like, yeah, but there's a couple of songs here or there that you might like. And I'm like, I don't look for the couple of songs. I'm, I'm like, I want, for a couple songs. I, want yeah, I want an album. Yeah, I want an album. Yeah. And that, and that it doesn't happen anymore. And that, <laughs> that's how I've always tried to find my music.
0: People don't make albums anymore, man. They just no. try to make hits. Yeah. And singles. <laughs> they just want singles with some tracks.
1: Yeah, I need, a, I need an album. I need an album.
0: Like you want to try to get... Yeah, I, I do too. I do too. That's why,
1: like this, <laughs> I don't know. This uh, big crit, he put out a fucking like twenty four uh, track album.
0: Yeah, yeah. My uh, my buddy was was putting me on about that a couple of weeks ago, and I listened
1: to some of it at his house. He's coming in April, and I'm definitely gonna go check him out. Word. Me and the jobber checked him out last year, I think it was. Yeah, last November, and he hasn't been here since. So he's coming back in April because he just he took a while to drop this album because so many fucking tracks. I... But it's good though because it's a good album because he took his time and it shows, like he polished that shit up before he he threw it out there. Hell yeah! And uh, I definitely want to go check him out. It's either I hope it's not in the same day as the fucking Mir versus Fedor. I'm gonna go. I'm probably gonna go watch that.
0: Oh yeah, the fucking
1: yep. The heavyweight I, tournament
0: is that gonna yeah. be in Chicago?
1: Yeah, that's in the all state. Well, just outside, but yeah, Schaumburg. But yeah. What? Yeah. When is Muir versus Muir versus Fader? Well, I knew
0: that was happening. I didn't realize it was there. When is that? Yeah. When is that going down?
1: Uh, April sixteenth, or at the end of April. I'm not exactly sure, but it's in April. I might, I might have to try to make it down for that. I'm definitely going to check it out. My these guys have been asking me too, and I they they kind of want to go, so I need to figure out.
0: Let's figure something Dude I might I, Cause like After going to the UFC And shit Like I wanna go To some more shit And since Chicago's like Three hours away should, For sure
1: dude I should make that
0: we trip something up Fuck yeah dude Figure it yeah. out I'm gonna figure it I out
1: I'm not lying I want Fedor to win And I don't think It's gonna happen But I'd I'm be better. rooting for, Fedor, for man.
0: Fedor Fedor's my dude
1: Yeah I love Fedor Me too It's not looking good <laughs> so, Yeah He's oh, man, pretty Frank Mir. Frank fucking mm-hmm. Mir. I hope I hope they stack that Bellator card, which they have been putting on good cards. So, hopefully, we catch a good one. Yeah, dude. Them, now I'm really interested. I'll go to that shit. We'll talk. Yeah, it's at the Allstate. Fuck yeah, dude. Miguel's going to. I, I bet you Miguel's going to that one. hundred percent. He's gonna be backstage and everything. He's got press credentials and shit.
0: Oh, Miguel. Yeah, I bet. I bet he would be yeah. back there. I bet Kyle will be there. If Kyle doesn't go, maybe he'll send Zach or something. But I
1: what? Mean, how, how far are they from Chicago? I don't know. Dayton. I'm asking you. You're from Michigan. I'm like, how far are they?
0: I can't imagine Dayton's that far.
1: I don't know. I've never been to Ohio. I don't have family over there. See, like I travel where I have family. Mexicans? I don't. I don't know how many Mexicans have made it out to Dayton, Ohio. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know
1: either. It's rare that they make it out. To, well, it's not rare that they make it out to Chicago, but they've made it out to Chicago. My dad made it out as far over here. And now we got my cousin exploring out into the, to Canada. He's out in Vancouver now.
0: Oh, they make their way to Michigan, too.
1: Yeah? You got a bunch of Mexicans over there?
0: Yeah, there's a lot of them in different different areas. Um, like We get a lot of uh, like migrant workers and shit, too, for the summer times.
1: Mm. That, uh, my uncle does it. He comes in and works at like at the pumpkin fucking shit here in like Kankakee or Kiwani, where the fuck
0: like up here there's like asparagus fields and blueberry fields and shit like that. Like north of where I'm at, a lot of migrant workers come up there too. It's it's crazy. Like they end up settling up there. Hart and Shelby, which is like forty mm. like forty minutes from
1: where I'm at. Nice. Yeah. The Hispanic community. Yeah. There's a nice Hispanic community down in uh, down in Champagne. There are the, mostly in the trailer parks, though. Living in the trailer park community, hmm. restaurant jobs. It's dude, that's all there is down there. That's all I could find while I was training. Right. That's why I kind of had to get the fuck out of there. If I was making a living down there, I probably could have stayed, but no, I was just working restaurants. Fucking, I had to get out of there. Yeah. Like,
0: no, nah, I don't miss. I don't miss the restaurant life. Nope.
1: Not at all.
0: Not at all. <laughs> I miss banging some of the waitresses that I used to get to <laughs> up with when I worked in restaurants.
1: Yeah, that, that I, I did come across a nice waitress chicken, but like a uh, nice waitress chicken fucking restaurants. But I work with all the dudes now, like in a factory. It's no chicks. Right. Yeah, I work no with,
0: chicks. I, work with no I I do work with a few girls, but it's, it's mostly guys. Yeah, but, no,
1: it's all factory workers for us. All machine workers, so. Yeah. No, Red Robin was...
0: Was some wild times. <laughs> Red Robin. Dude, we used to party. Like, party. Everyone was just... alcohol there, right? Yeah, but, like, we would just go... We'd all go out drinking after work or go party mm-hmm. in someone's apartment or what the fuck ever. And... Everyone was fucking everybody there. (laughs) Like, people break up. People would quit. Like, new girls would come in. And then it'd be a race for the guys in the kitchen to see which one would get one first.
1: Yeah, it sucked for all the Mexican guys where I worked at. Because the chicks that were uh, waitressing were white chicks. And all the cooks were Mexican. Like, from Mexico.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> it was hilarious just trying to see these guys trying to run game on these girls. I, a lot of what would be considered me too nowadays, not by me, but by the Mexican cooks. Like I, I had the ability to talk to these girls because I you spoke it was, English. Yeah, it was hilarious. I would like the, when I first got there. Um, one of the girls is like, "Hello," and she looks at me all weird and like waves all stupidly at me, and I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" And then she, she's like, what? You speak English? I'm like, yeah, I'm from Chicago. And she's like, oh, my God, your English is so good. And I'm like, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she just had never seen a Mexican that could fucking speak English well.
0: Yeah, I guess not. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Mexican-American. Just... <laughs> <laughs> don't like to get into gang fights. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's the chronic Yeah. Holy shit. Oh man. We should probably wrap up this podcast. We're fucking creeping up on an hour and forty minutes. This is like this is longer than the last <laughs> three episodes we put out or some shit i think the one we did we know we did tuesday was under an hour
1: <laughs> dude well, i just been smoking this whole time i've been skyping with you oh just, me too you
0: know? dude I, I went through both those joints
1: god damn yeah some fatties i
0: rolled two joints and they're gone so yeah. like i said i took those cbd pills like two hours ago so i'm gonna lay my ass down after i fucking put this shit online and go to fuck to bed <laughs>
1: It's my nice own.
0: dude do you get like do you get an extended christmas break or are you just off for a few days you got shut down I only get,
1: yeah i only get uh monday and tuesday off, so i only get two days off
0: ah uh, you get tuesday though well you get a five-day weekend then i get
1: monday off and that's it that's it damn it sucks
0: yeah bro i mean i get a three-day weekend so whatever but yeah i was hoping to get tuesday off but no yeah
1: i'm, I'm probably taking a half day tomorrow just because I don't want to be there all day tomorrow, and it's going to go by slow, so I'm just going to be like, peace, I'm using a vacation.
0: I don't want to be there either. I don't get vacation. My one-year mark start, or hits after New Year. I started there January 3rd,
1: mm-hmm. so I'll get, mine,
0: I'll get my five days vacation after that. But
1: Mine hits in January, but since I've been there long enough, they, they're like, all right, you can use it.
0: I was hoping, but nope.
1: Yeah, I... Uh, I'll, I'll try to drag it out. It's just going to, it's going to be rough a Friday, right before Christmas break and works kind of slow because we always slow down towards the break just because, you know, sales are, are low because everyone's on holiday. So right. We, we have work, but like, we, we try to like, Hey, we better not try to like not be idle. So let's slow down on this shit. Yeah. Like me. I'm always good. Cause in my, I'm the only one that I'm so good at my fucking building assembling these rollers they i'm the only one that does it for my department pretty much so everyone orders like all the companies order for for what i do so i always have work coming for me
0: that's what's up dude fuck yeah fuck yeah Raphael, man thank you for coming on tonight
1: hey dude thanks for having me on always always and uh
0: yeah man that's uh Let's do this on your show. I'm, uh, yeah, for sure. I need to come on and talk pay per view. Do it. Do an ECW pay per view. We can. We can talk yeah. about this shit again. Yeah,
1: we can do another. i could watch another ECW pay per view. I'll see what the top ten ECW pay per views are, and I'll try to pick one off of there.
0: Fuck yeah! Let pick, me know, man.
1: What's their flagship? Well, I guess I can pick one from December. What's like, their flagship pay per view.
0: Uh, like November or. November to Remember's were like an annual one.
1: Um, because I saw the third annual one. That's the one that they have up. The first one that they have up.
0: There was like, oh god, I'm drawing a blank. I'm too fucking high. <laughs> I can't think. I can't think of them now. Um, like I think of like certain ones, but I can't think of what, what the, their flagship one was. I don't know. Uh, it'll come to me tomorrow or later tonight, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, it'll happen. Sure. <laughs> it's how my stoner brain works.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty ripped, too. Dude, I... I'm gonna play some video
0: games. Fuck, yeah, I'm lit up like a goddamn Christmas tree. That's our last show before Christmas, so I won't say it on behalf of Ryan because Ryan is bigger anti-Christmas than me, but, uh, on behalf of the Average Joe's MMA Show, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Happy fucking Festivus.
1: Wish you a Merry
0: Christmas. Yeah, Feliz Navidad.
1: Yeah, Feliz Navidad.
0: Yeah, yeah. Happy fucking Festivus, goddammit. it! I still Heck yeah
1: Festivus for I, the rest of us.
0: I still owe Ryan an airing, an airing of grievances. <laughs> It's... What was the wrestling that they do? The the feats of strength with the yeah, aluminum pole? The feats bowl. of strength,
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't remember that. I watched so much Seinfeld, I feel bad. <laughs> I watched too much of it for not for me not to remember this shit. Oh, dear, I love that shit. A lot of things to say to
0: you people. You're going to listen to every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get the heck up out of here. Make sure you go and check out the full heel podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean. Am I missing anything? Uh, YouTube, YouTube. Oh, yeah, that's it. yeah, that's right. Those live, those live YouTube feeds. Get on
1: there. Yeah. I might do one tomorrow. I'm not sure. There's gonna be nine dudes here, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll, I'll see. Sounds like a fucking college frat or sorority girl's dream. <laughs> nine dudes. <laughs> <laughs> 9 dude party. Yeah. Raphael, we uh I basically decided you're an honorary member of the Average Joe's. So. <laughs>
1: thanks dude. And, uh, I'm honored. Yeah.
0: And it's always a blast having you on. I enjoy our uh, our sessions.
1: I right, dude, I love it. It's yeah. the best.
0: Thanks again, Raphael. Make sure you guys go and check out the Phil Hill podcast and that's going to do it for episode 97 of the Average Joe's MMA show. Ryan and I will be back next week, and we'll get uh, a preview of UFC 219. Who knows? Maybe some other shit. Probably our best of for, for 2017 list. All kinds of surprises. Happy holidays, everyone, and we'll see you guys next week for another episode of The Average Joe's MMA Show.